Hello and welcome to the third episode of Our Direction, a podcast where I talk about my favorite band, One Direction. Today, we are going to be joined by a very special guest, my mom. You guys had voted saying that you wanted the moms on, so here she is. Hello, it's great to be here. You can call me mom or you can call me mom. How's that? Mom, get it? (laughs) British. I think it flows better. It does flow better. Yes, yes. I'm always trying to be, you know, aware of my surroundings. But it's great to be here. I think you're doing a great job. Thank you. I think you have a gift for being behind the microphone. I'm not sure where you get that from. (laughs) And I really like the fact that you're taking the time to produce good content that is new and brings new things to the table. And of course, this week, I'm very excited to talk about Vogue because you worked super, super super hard to get your hands on this magazine with Harry Styles. So it was not easy. I called Barnes and Noble every day for like two weeks. And I think they knew my name at that point because when the magazine actually like came in stock, they called me. I didn't call them. They called me and they were like, oh, you're the girl who's been calling about the Vogue magazine, right? And I was like, oh yeah, that's me. Let me give the mom backstory here. Every time I turned around, I could hear this voice. Hi. Has the Vogue magazine come in yet? When do you expect it? Do you know if it's in other stores? And I would say to you, Sadie, those poor people, they had no idea what they were getting into. But let's go back to the day that it did come in. You had just called. They picked up. You said, is the Vogue Vogue magazine in? And they pretty much interrupted you before you even finished your sentence and said no. Yeah, they said it was not in stock um, and that they were very sorry about that. And I had actually called like the second that they opened and they said that four fans had already called before me wondering <laughs> if it was in stock. So fans were very on top of this. So, yeah, you literally were calling right when they opened up. And I'm very impressed with the Barnes & Noble in our hometown. Because how long after that phone call did they actually call you back? And just to be clear, you didn't say, hey, can you take my name no. and number and call me? They went through and said, okay, this girl's been calling us all the time. They, they could probably see your caller ID. They probably could. So they called me probably like an hour after. So they were definitely on top of it. And at that point, they did say that they could hold it for me, but only for one day because of how um, high in demand it was. And when I went there, they said that it was like the only one left and that they would have to call and see if they could get another shipment and if that was even possible. So. And didn't he ask you if you were going to frame it? Yes, he did. He said that I should, but haven't done that yet. I'm still kind of working my way through the article over and over again. And so as your mother here and your guest, I will say I read the Vogue magazine because I wanted to be informed and learn, learn more about Harry Styles. Um, But you were very particular with, I had, I had to read the magazine with you near me and under supervision and had to be very careful turning the pages. So it was a very delicate matter. So, I mean, you worked hard to get this. I, I get it. And you know what my guess is? A lot of people listening to this podcast now, if they got the Vogue magazine, are they being as careful? My guess is they are. If they you are, I'd love to comment below and share what yes. share what what you did. And we you would love to share it on the show next week. So on our story, we're actually going to post something the day that this comes out. Remember that podcast episodes come out every Sunday. And we are going to have something on our story where you will tell us 
were you able to get the Vogue magazine? And if so, what was that process? And was it hard to get? Did you call Barnes and Noble or a store every single day to see if it was in stock? Be sure to let us know. Was it in more? It was in more than just Barnes and Noble, correct? It wasn't more than just Barnes and Noble. Um, some fans found it at Walmart. Some fans found it at Target. I found it at Barnes and Noble. I did call other stores, but they hadn't gotten it in yet. So I think it kind of just depends where you live and what stores are nearby you. And again, just to reiterate, where they can find you on Instagram? Are you um, going to be on Snapchat too? Or isn't that where all the kids are today? I'm sorry, young people. Um, so we won't be on Snapchat, at least not just yet. We are on Instagram. Follow us at Our Direction Podcast. And unfortunately, we do not have a Facebook account anymore. However, that may be coming up and running. We will let you know next episode. You know, honestly, it wouldn't hurt to have Facebook for the moms, people my age. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm definitely breaking into Instagram. Uh, I, I consider myself social media savvy, right? I mean, I, I kind of work in it. But Instagram, it's harder to share links. You really can only just share pictures and say link is in the bio, link is in the bio. But I think for the moms like us, Facebook is definitely much more user friendly. Snapchat, forget it. Forget it. They have no clue. No right? one knows. No clue. So the thing is, um, Instagram, it is very hard to share links to um, other sites. Like, for example, our podcast, you can actually now listen to it on Spotify, Pocket Cast, and Anchor. And if you hear that sound in the background, that is my wonderful dog who is a Harry fan herself. Yeah, Cindy Lou who decided at this moment that she had to drink from the water yes. bowl behind us. So um very sorry for she, that. She she's a hoop, but she always kind of has to be in on the action and she's pacing around the table as well. So if you hear a little yeah. click, click, clicks, that's Cindy too. Yes. We love animals in our house. We so do. it's a glimpse into our life, right? Yes. So let's talk about the Vogue magazine. Um, and, and first of all, happy Thanksgiving, Jack. Oh, happy too. Thanksgiving. Yes, this is Thanksgiving weekend. Um, so let's get into the Vogue magazine. Um, my mom did not know who Harry Styles was before I was a fan. I have to say, I don't think a lot of people in your generation do. No. So this is something you have experienced with me. We go out yeah. to stores a lot. Sadie can talk about this later, but she is knitting the Harry Styles cardigan. And I have to say, it's very impressive. I think you should share some of the squares on yes, your Instagram. We'll yeah. So and I'm very proud of her for doing this because she taught herself how to knit. And she's knitting this sweater for when she sees Harry Styles in concert in like a year. So you definitely will have it done by then. You've done definitely. tons of squares. So the reason why I'm telling the story is I'm very proud of her. So we've gone to a lot of yarn stores to make sure that we have the exact color. And we have several different variations of the colors in the cardigan. We do. I right. have like four yellows. Four now. yellows. But I think you've got the perfect one. I think I do. So Sadie laughs at me because we go to these stores and I'm like, she has all this yarn and they're kind of looking at her because they're strange colors or different colors. Not, you know, nothing that you necessarily put together. Well, I think they're also like, um, not a lot of people in my generation knit anymore. And I think it's kind of like a lost hobby. So I think they're also perplexed when they see like a person in my generation going into Michael's and buying like 20 bundles of yarn. They're kind of like, oh, okay, well, what are you doing this for? So then you explain to them how I'm getting a cardigan. But you always start off with, so do you know who Harry Styles is? And then we got, this actually just happened yesterday. And <laughs> no, usually Michael's. the person every time is like, oh, of course. Of or they look course. at me like, well, how do you not know who how Harry Styles is? So it's kind of funny because, you know, yeah, I can't. Of course, I heard of One Direction. 
um, you know, I'm a little bit older. So I've been through a lot of boy bands in my life and I didn't realize just how special One Direction is and that you can't even compare it to, like I remember when Backstreet Boys came out, we're talking the nineties. And that's when I was still a young journalist and we did a lot of stories on the merchandising of it. And you know, the backstory of the, the band members, but I will say One Direction, I understand now just how important they are to so many people. And I, I, I also enjoy kind of, I know we all want One Direction back together. I get we that. Do. But I also like hearing them evolve into who they are now. And I feel like Harry has done just that, especially yes. this Vogue magazine. I think it really hits on who he is now post One Direction. So let's get back to that. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to go off on a diatribe here, but I do think mm. it's interesting how many people do know Harry, of course. My of generation, course. we're getting educated through our daughters. And I think another thing that's interesting, when you talk about um, like evolving through music since their boy band time, the One Direction music, you know, it was definitely more of like a poppy vibe. And um, to see them change, like Liam has some rap songs and Zane definitely has a different style music than the One Direction music that we have heard. So I think it's interesting to see all of their styles. Um, no pun evolve. intended. Right. No pun intended. Okay, so moving on with the Vogue magazine. Um, Mom, is there anything that really stood out to you when you were reading this? Well, yes. I feel like I definitely got to know Harry more. And he is someone that I would be absolutely thrilled with if my daughter ever brought him home as a partner. Because I feel like he's a good person. He sends a good message. And I like that he's also pretty honest about where he's at. Um, for one example, I loved how he bought, he brought the author, I should say the journalist, who wrote the story, a book that Harry recently read. And it's called, I think, De, Bot De Button's novel um, of The Course of Love. And then there was another book, The Architecture of Happiness, that he talked about. And I love the fact that, how old is he, 26? Mm -hmm. I love the fact that he said, and I think a lot of people think this, I think you still think this in your 30s and in your 40s and your 50s, that you grow up and you think relationships are going to be easy. And they're really not that easy, right? He had said, um, what page was this on? He said the court, uh, when he was regarding the book, he said that um, he, he thought when it came to relationships that you expect yourself to be good at it, but... Being in a relationship with someone is skill. And I thought that was an interesting perspective because it does take skill. It takes give and take. It's not, you know, one person seizes the relationship and says, you know, I'm in control or you're in control. It's skill. It's a balancing yeah. act and it's a delicate and you have to be, what do they say? Do you want to be right or do you want to be in a relationship? So yeah. I really love that perspective. And one thing that I love about Harry is that he's honest with who he is and he doesn't pretend to be a person that he's not. And I think that that has also changed his style in music because um, he's realized what he loves doing and what he likes creating. But I also think that, like, I've heard a lot of celebrities talking about Harry and they usually, they actually never have really said anything bad about him. They all say that he's a very kind, down-to-earth person. And I really think that that's very valuable when you have all these people saying that about you. Well, and we can share our personal connection. Uh, we have a cousin who lives in Norway. Well, she is Norwegian. Her name is Juliana. 
and I've known her since she was little and she's an awesome person. She's a grown woman now and yeah. she lives in England. And lo and behold, her boyfriend works for BBC. BBC. Radio. Yes. So she had heard how Sadie is doing this podcast and they were very supportive. And she had said how her boyfriend met Harry Styles. Where did she meet him? Um, I believe he met him when he performed at the BBC Live Lounge. And um, he performed Juice by Lizzo. He did his own cover of that. And he also performed a bunch of other songs. Well, and Yuliana's boyfriend said he was super nice, down to earth, and just a great guy. So that's somebody we know who actually said he's a great guy. And that means a lot. It does, because people aren't just saying that for, like, cameras in front of them or something. Right, or, you know, they know it's a PR pitch. This is someone who he had no idea was going to go back and talk to his girlfriend whose cousin is doing this very popular podcast in the United States about One Direction. Like, there you go. There's the channel to the people. Exactly. So can I ask you a question? Or sure. So obviously I learned a lot about Harry Styles in this, but you know so much more about him than I, I do. do. Is there anything particular that you learned that you permanent hiatus? Because they didn't say the band broke up and they're not getting back they together. They didn't. So a permanent hiatus Although it does sound definitive, it's also really not. That's interesting it's to not. see the perspective of somebody who's writing articles because you were a writer. I still write articles. You yes. still write articles because um, that was something that I didn't really think of before. I thought that permanent literally means forever. Um, but I guess it doesn't. If you well, permanent and hiatus, right? They don't, it does seem to be clear that they're not getting back together, but then why not just say they're not getting back together? That is they're true. clearly trying to play with words there for some reason. For some reason. And I don't know why, but there's definitely a play on words there. I don't know if the publicist got involved. So, well, I don't know. Some, that's not a way that you would normally describe something in my humble opinion. So I still think there's hope. Yes. Um, and back to the cardigan that I am knitting First off, J.W. Anderson thought that it was amazing that fans actually started creating this. They were talking about the trend and how they thought it was like really inspiring to see young people literally learning how to knit or crochet so that way they could make something that their idol wore. Um, also, bringing it back to the moms, a lot of moms knit their daughters this cardigan. So to all you moms out there who knit your daughter this cardigan, great job because I know just how time consuming it is. Yeah, I'm not one of those mothers. You are not one of those mothers. <laughs> not, oh, not if I could, I would. I just don't know how to. And actually, Victoria and Albert Museum wants Harry's initial cardigan, huh. the exact copy that they wore, and they want to put it in their museum. So I found that very interesting. So that that's so interesting. Um, and you know, the cardigan does grow on you. From my perspective, my grandmother used to make us patchwork quilts and she would they cut out similar. material from old clothes and she would take a lot of love and time and patch these together and make us quilts for Christmas. That was our Christmas present. His cardigan reminds me a little bit of that. It is very similar. Yeah. And I think that his fashion, it's not like necessarily always like, oh, well, what's the newest trend that I'm going to wear? Like he takes his time almost in like picking outfits that he wears because I think that he has a unique style if we compare him to other artists. I really like do. that he, who wants to look like everybody else? Who right? does? Like um, a lot of costume designers and, and wardrobe folks in charge of shows, a lot of times they like to 
go three or four years back to get clothes for their cast so it doesn't look like something everyone's wearing today. Mm. And I feel like Harry's ahead of that, that he he, he, he doesn't, he, he's willing to go a different road. And, you know, that takes courage, right? It does. To be different and to stand out. It takes courage. It's so much easier just looking like everyone else and fitting in. Because mm. he, he could. He could do that. But I think that that's one of the things that he's known for is his style. Harry style. Gosh, Boy, the puns are just coming so out So how today. much more time do we have in the show? I, we only have, like, four more minutes. Wow, so I'm going to so let you wrap like, up. I mean, I think you should definitely talk about the concert, right? For so, Louis. So I am going to Louis' virtual concert on December 12th. Let us know if you're going to this concert. I'm very excited myself. I'm a huge fan of Louis. He's probably my second favorite member, even though I do love all the members very much. There's just, there's something about Louie. He's very funny. Um, I feel like he's the member that I would personally want to be best friends with. So very excited for his concert. And I will keep you guys updated after the concert, especially. Um, what did I think of the concert? And how was it going to a virtual concert? Because oh, that's people interesting. haven't even experienced that. Well, I'm excited for you to go to the concert back to Harry Styles at, in, here in Connecticut. So that will be a lot of fun. Um, I am hoping that that's the day we meet Harry Styles. I'm going to make this happen. I will make it happen. We are. (laughs) Um, and you know, I love, I'm, I love Harry Styles. I didn't really get a chance to say why he's my favorite. He, I think he is my favorite because he's the one I know the most about. Yes. But I love Zane that Zane bought his mama house and I love Harry's songs. Um, that song falling is one of my favorites. I think it's poetic. I think it's deep. And I like the fact he says, I'm falling again. And at first you hear that thing, he's falling in love, but it's more so he's falling into old habits or, it could be or he's that. falling. I think it also is like falling into sadness. Almost. Yes, that could be it too. It could mean so many yeah. things. And I think that that was really great because when I first started listening to his album and I heard I'm falling again, I thought falling in love because that's like what I always heard, right. you know, like that's what you usually hear about in songs where he really took falling and it could have like 20 different meanings. Yeah, it was brilliant. Brilliant. Really good. So that is a wrap for today's episode. Thank you again, mom, for joining us on this episode. The fans voted that they wanted the mom on. So maybe we could see how mom did. Yeah. Thumbs up, like this video, get people to subscribe to our pod, your podcast. That would be great. Yeah, I think this is a terrific show. It was terrific. So thank you so You're much. Welcome. And this was your weekly dose of One Direction.